0: Carrick beats Rooney and Borough extend their winning run to six games in all competitions. As the Euroblind curls one in. What is up guys, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough and it was an absolute delight to be there in the Riverside in person to see Borough win once again. Of course, the big bulk of this winning run that extends to now 5 league games and 6 in all comps I wasn't even in the country for and I was starting to worry and think in my weird superstitious, uh, superstitious mind... Am I the problem? Is it me? Is it because I'm out the country, Borough winning, and when I come back, and we've obviously had the international break, it's like a reset. You know, things could go backwards, we might drop points, we might lose, whatever. But we didn't. Borough pretty much picked up from where they left off. Which is really important, because obviously the international break, and there are a stupidly horrid amount of international breaks this time of year, they can be quite disruptive for teams, both in a positive sense and a negative sense, obviously some sides need an international break like we did initially in, in September to regroup and start again. Other times you don't want the international breaks to come because you're in very good form and you worry that the two week break will disrupt your rhythm. So it's really important and I think quite underestimated how important it is to pick that back up straight away after that two-week break to come back to win again play really well and get a clean sheet it was absolutely amazing and this was an intriguing game a really awkward game because obviously this was Wayne Rooney's first game in charge of Birmingham and obviously everyone was shocked and surprised and and bemused by John Eustace getting sacked when he did and and then choosing to to bring in Wayne Rooney when they were flying high and doing well So it was always going to be difficult for Borough to really know what Birmingham were going to bring to the table here because Carrick even said post-match. He knows Wayne Rooney, but he had no idea what he was going to do with this Birmingham team. So this was an awkward, intriguing encounter for Borough and one we passed with flying... Colors because in all honesty we absolutely battered Birmingham throughout this game and you'll see by the, I mean I'm just going to show you the the ratings for the for the, the players individually on FootMob every single borough player barring Greenwood and Colburn, plus seven in the green brilliant only one player uh, outfield for Birmingham got seven or above and the goalkeeper was man of the match with John Ruddy getting an eight point five that that will tell you the whole story. Borough were absolutely dominant throughout and we created some unbelievable chances and it, it honestly felt like it was going to be one of them days where we either boss the game and just can't get the goal needed or Birmingham just find a sucker punch of a goal from somewhere and we somehow lose and they are the most frustrating games. You know, when you get well beaten by a side, you can sort of take it on the chin. But when you've been the better side and you've dominated and you come away with nothing to show for it, it's the worst. And honestly, Borough, albeit a 1-0 scoreline, were, were, were absolutely outstanding here. And I've seen a few headlines like Borough snatch a win against Birmingham and Rooney was edged out by Carrick. And honestly take the scoreline out of this borough absolutely dominated and if we'd have had our shooting boots on you know we, we could have had four or five honestly we were that creative but the main thing is we got the three points we got the goal at the very end and the relief in the ground when that went in was unlike anything i've experienced in a long time but we'll get to that as we have a little look through the game in more depth so, Borough obviously started off following the international break. I think with pretty much the same team that played against Sunderland. I, I can't recall that team exactly. I don't know if Barlas has started that game. I think he might have. Can't quite recall the exact team who played against Sunderland, but it was a, a near enough unchanged lineup, and rightfully so. I think um, it was a, it was a sensible idea for for character to stick with the same team. Why not? And we started really well once again. Started, dictated, played, dominated the ball. And we were creating chances from the get go, and there were some unbelievable clear cut chances in that first half that were both saved really well by Ruddy, but also you know were, were pretty diabolical misses for us. I don't think it's in the highlights, but Josh Corburn had a header in the first half, a free header. We were honestly the build up play from Bora was outstanding. It was exactly like the build up play we were used to seeing last season: quick, incisive passing, making space for others. The final ball, I mean, some of the balls we were putting into the box. In that first half were unbelievable. Like Engel's delivery, and I'll talk about him when we discuss the players, but his delivery in the box was outstanding. Jones was putting some good balls in, and we either didn't have the players in the right position, or we just weren't quite finishing the chances off. Josh Corbin, as I mentioned, had a header that flew over the bar, he really should have put it on target and then I dare say scored. As well as that, he got played through. It was some wonderful football. Crooks playing him in a wonderful ball and you know he missed the target completely and i just think to myself how the hell have you missed the target you've got to be burying that so that on top of many other chances and i might as well just merge the two halves together at this point because it was literally the same when we come out second half you know birmingham got themselves into the break nil nil but it didn't really change anything second half borough come out they continued to create we come out the blocks flying i think hayden hackney had a shot well saved by ruddy Matt Crooks was played in. It nearly bobbled over the line. Ruddy made another good save. I think McNair had a header that was saved. Dale Fry had a header from a corner that was flying in. And it just happened to hit the back of the head of a defender who didn't even realise the ball was there. It just hit him. Honestly, it got to like 80 minutes. And you are just sat there in the ground thinking that this is just not going to be your day. And the second half become a bit scrappy There was injuries, there was players going down. Birmingham were obviously trying to break the game up and and disrupt our flow and rhythm um, because we were just building up momentum. And it was like a matter of time, you were thinking, until we got the goal. So Birmingham were trying to disrupt that. Obviously, there was a few injuries on our side as well. And the game went scrappy towards the end. And I was really starting to think that the outcome was going to be that we would somehow find a way of not winning this game, despite being the better side. And finally, in the second half, we got the goal in the 89th minute. And I've got to say, the substitutes who come on were absolutely brilliant. Johnny Howson, who come on, played a clearance. And for all of the wonderful, you know, um, very incisive and accurate and precise passing moves that we were trying to create. Where we were almost getting on the end of it, it wasn't quite working. It was just in the end an absolutely hoofed clearance from House, and he might claim it's a through ball if it is. What a ball! It ends up going over the top, and Latilath, who I will talk about in detail, who come on and was immense, just gave their defence something, just an absolute nightmare. Honestly, he run them ragged, got in behind, held it up, played it into Rogers, and initially Rogers. Ball into Crooks, which should have been the most simple, straightforward three-yard ball you'll ever see, was overhit. And when I saw it going wide, I just thought, that is typical of us, because we, we'd got ourselves into so many good positions. Earlier in the second half, Crooks, I think Crooks-Jones and someone else to his left were three on two, and Crooks just didn't pass the ball. He just didn't release the ball until a Birmingham player intercepted, and when that ball from Rodgers was played through, I just thought he's over hit it this is just not going to happen for us is it and then out the blue crooks uses them long tree-like legs to hook the ball back and finally we beat john ruddy as uh, rogers pokes the ball into the near post and for all of it would have been frustrating it would have been an injustice it would have felt like two points dropped it would have been a real stinger if borough hadn't have won this game it makes it all the sweeter when that tension is building and building and building and the fans are getting more and more anxious on the edge of their seat more desperate and then that relief you know across 28,000 fans just bursts out when the goal goes in the roof blew off and it was absolutely amazing and uh, you know what it's it's not it's nothing less than what we deserved we we deserved the win we deserved more goals it's a lesson, I guess, for us to, to be more clinical, but um the result is I guess all that matters. And obviously, as I said, there was loads of stoppages second half, so there was a good eight minutes added on, and Borough managed the game tremendously well in the second half. And and to be fair, Birmingham didn't really have a sniff. I was I was a I was disappointed by Birmingham. You know, we were expecting, as they were under Eustace, that they would be a solid team, and as much as A lot of blame for Borough not scoring more has to go on our own shoulders for not finishing the chances we created and the final ball not being quite as good. You've got to give Birmingham some credit in the fact that they defended very well for large parts and were under, you know, real pressure for for the majority of the second half as well and, you know, managed to to, to keep the ball out of the net. John Ruddy had one of the best goalkeeping performances I've seen and looked like he just wasn't going to be beaten. But. They were very poor going forward. I, they were just, just very disjointed. I mean, this this probably comes with the territory when you bring in a new manager who has new ideas and he changed the formation here to a 4-3-3. And I think Birmingham fans might be looking at this and thinking, they might be thinking one or two things. They might accept that this is the first game of a new manager, so players need to get used to the style, what the manager wants them to do, etc., etc., all them teething issues that come with a new manager. Or they might be looking at this and saying, we look like 11 strangers who've never played together before. Why the hell have we made this change? Because Birmingham, essentially, for me, didn't look like a cohesive unit at all. They they just... There was passes going astray. They kept losing the ball in their in their own half and then in their own defensive third at times. And when Borough would win the ball back and transition on Birmingham, they had no structure. They were everywhere. The players. I mean, it, listen. On another day, if they were to play a team who were like Leicester, they'd get battered. If it was you know if that was Leicester today, I dread to think what the score was. So it's an interesting one. I'd I'd like to hear from Birmingham fans what they think because. They seem to still be as defensively strong as what they were before, but going forward, they just just don't look like they clicked uh, today. And I, I just, I, I was watching them and I, I couldn't see what they were trying to achieve. So I'd be intrigued to see if Birmingham fans, you know, kind of accept this is the way with a new manager, if they're a bit frustrated that, you know, if they'd have kept John Eustace, they, they might not be in this position. And they didn't need to sack John Eustace, that's the thing. Anyway, moving on to the Borough side, then we've pretty much you know covered the game. There was only one goal to it. And Borough deserved the goal, but as I said earlier, looking at the match ratings, outstanding uh, across the board. I mean, Senny Dieng, I'm I'm loving him more and more every week. He just he just gives me that warm embracing feeling when you know I feel like I've got Senny's arms around me when I'm at the game. I feel safe in his hands, you know, in his presence. I just love him. He's he's fantastic at coming out to claim crosses and corners. His distribution's great. He just looks as calm as anything. He's, he's, some of his passing today was outstanding. And he made some really good saves as well, especially one in the first half low was left. So he was fantastic. And it's now three clean sheets in three for Senny. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I wouldn't even foresee Burrow getting one clean sheet, never mind three in a row. So I'm so happy for him. He really deserves it. And the back four were great. Honestly, Tommy Smith, until he went off with a slight knock with his Achilles, had a great... Great performance. He was winning every 50-50, winning every challenge, really composed at at right back, and the centre back pairing were were great as well. Um, Fryan McNair, Lenahan still out, so yeah, them two were amazing. And Lucas Engel, I've got to give special credit for, he was rated an eight on foot mob. And it it's crazy, isn't it? What confidence can do to a player. I mean, when when he went when he got took off at Sheffield Wednesday, I mean every Borough player was bad, but for someone to to stand out as being even worse was quite an alarming thing. But the turnaround since has been unbelievable. I mean, he's been given the licence to to get forward like Giles did last season. He's really good on the ball. He's really good at tackling. He's fantastic at winning the ball back as well. And... You know, some of the balls he was putting in today, he must be wondering how he didn't get an assist for some of them. You know, absolutely what we want from a left-back in Borough's system. And I'm delighted to see Lucas Engel is coming good. The midfield two were outstanding as well. Hackney and Barlasser absolutely controlled the midfield. Didn't at one stage look like they... I mean, I I don't remember either of them playing a a bad pass, if I'm honest. I think they were outstanding, the pair of them. Hackney is different level, man. That kid is... He'll be in the Premier League next season and he'll probably end up playing for England. He is, honestly, on a different level and the rate in which he's improving is quite quite exciting for us Borough fans this season, if I'm honest. Uh, Greenwood was alright, didn't have too much of an influence on the game. Yeah, passed him by a bit. He was sort of, I guess, the the least influential of the Borough players. And then you've got Crooks and Jones and I thought Jones did well. Wasn't his most influential performance, but he still gave their, you know, the the Birmingham defence a nightmare, and and Matt Crooks was amazing. Honestly, the, he's in the form of his life for me. I've never seen Matt Crooks play this well over such a, you know, prolonged period of time, and and I was really sceptical of him as the ten, but he, you know, I'll hold my hands up and credit Matt Crooks because some of his touches and his hold up play, and what he does off the ball as well, like he holds up players, he makes space for others. Everything he does is so effective at the minute, and he's also being incredibly creative. I mean, some of the balls he was playing through, like the one for Coburn the little, t- you know, t- little flicks and short passes, and-, and the the combination he has with Jones on the right, it it's amazing, honestly. And he's been fantastic, Crooks, and um, I've never seen him play this well for Borough. So, yeah, absolutely over the moon for him. He was amazing, and I guess the only weak link, the only player who I guess come out of the first half, especially who looked like the odd one out who wasn't having a good game was Josh Coburn and that's just because he was fluffing quite a few chances nothing nothing quite fell for him unfortunately, you know, he missed the one-on-one he missed the target, crazily had the header that went over, as I say he had a, a couple of snapshots second half but couldn't quite get into the game and I think the the Birmingham defence was was coping with him quite well. And um, we were asking for Emmanuel Lattelath to come on. And the substitutes that Carrick made were absolutely amazing. I mean, Lath is an absolute nightmare for defenders, honestly. There was a part in the game where I think the ball was booted from Senny Dieng. And the ball was amazing. And he was surrounded by big physical defenders, Lath. And he brought the ball down with an unbelievable touch. He turned, he just left two of them for dead... Bombed it into the box. I think played a 1-2 and he almost finished the chance himself. For a guy of his size, he is so strong, so agile and just is running in behind. I can imagine being a centre-back. You'll hate it. He's the closest to Adama Traore in what I've seen when it comes to pace and power. And he just excites me more and more. And um, yeah, he, he played a, a really big part in Borough's goal. And changed the game essentially when he come on. Morgan Rogers did really well too. I'm really happy he got his first goal in the league. Nearly fluffed it, but finished the chance well when it come back to him. Housen as well, come on. Played the ball through Alath, which was great. And force as well, come on. A bit later on, never really had the chance to... Affect the game all that much, but you know this is just more of an example of how good Borough were. I mean, look at the momentum. You know, there's a few bits of blue on there, but it was just Borough, 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 all game. And look, the second half, man. I mean, it was just ridiculous. We dominated possession, had the more XG 1.6. Birmingham's only 0.24. I remember Dieng making one, one or two saves, if that. But Borough dominant and deserving of the win, despite John Ruddy doing his absolute best. To avoid it. So six wins on the bounce for Borough, and it's been an absolutely unbelievable run. You know, I look back to that Sheffield Wednesday game, and this this side is unrecognisable. Sorry, from that day. We've beaten Southampton, Bradford in the Cup, Watford away, Cardiff, Sunderland, and now Birmingham. And if we look at the league table, it is really, really tight, apart from Leicester and Ipswich, mostly Leicester. Borough are now oh, up to 13th and basically other than Leicester City have the best form in the championship right now which is fantastic to see and i mentioned this in my last championship roundup there isn't many sides other than maybe Leeds, who are putting this type of run together outside of the top two and that's really promising for football because every side above us is drawing is losing games and it puts us on 17 points, and just look how tight it is. You know, Millwall 16, Blackburn 16, even Coventry and Swansea are on 15. It's it's quite crazy, and goal difference is proving to be really big because you know Hull, Cardiff, and Norwich have all got the same. You know, if Borough had a beat Sheffield Wednesday, for example, we'd be on 19 points and we'd be seventh. Just outside the playoffs on goal difference, as it happens, with two points off, and within striking distance of the top six. Which, you know, you guys will remember back to the start of the season. Anything like a playoff push seemed absolutely out of the out of the question, and things were really looking poor. But Bora are a win or two away from being in the playoff hunt. Which, you know, we're not even 15 games in. It was looking horrible not too long ago. So that just shows how quickly things change. Coming up then we've got Norwich on Tuesday night. That's going to be a tough game. Carroll Road really is but they've got lots of injuries. We won there last season and Norwich did fluff a two goal lead I believe today and lost to Leeds so they will be under pressure to get a result there so I'm intrigued to see how Borough get on I will predict this result in my championship prediction video over the next couple of days and we'll round up of course all the championship action as well if I get a chance I have also started a project Borough football manager save on the channel so if you want to see a different type of project borough where i'm the manager then do check that out that's on the channel it's really really good fun to do some gaming stuff too but yeah that's it for me a fantastic performance big on the borough for coming back from the international break and carrying our good form forward here's hoping we can keep it up if you've enjoyed this video guys do hit the like button and subscribe for more And do hit the bell so you never miss a video here on the channel. Lots of stuff coming across all sorts of various different topics and media with gaming stuff too. Comment below your thoughts if you're a Borough fan or a Birmingham fan or a fan of any other side with your thoughts. And until next time, take care guys. See you all next time.